The Doctor and the Haunted House, Part 1, written by Adam Brooks. I'm the Doctor. Doctor who? Don't you recognise? Oh, right, silly me. New face, so of course you don't. Mm, I suppose I wouldn't either. What? Um, wait, I've got a mirror in one of these pockets. Just a thing for the time like this. She searched frantically through the pockets of a coat that was much too big for her and... Found it! She proudly held up for his inspection an ivory-coloured woman's makeup compact, which she snapped open and held up in front of her face. Um, no. No, nope. No what? No, I don't recognise it, but I have to say I like it. The doctor, still holding the mirror to her face, began cycling through lots of faces. Um, what are you doing? This face is so expressive. Mm, certainly an improvement. By that I mean I'm cutie. Oh, and that that's my new personality? Well, this is going to be fun. Are you really the doctor? Of course. Didn't you see me change just now? Yeah, but you don't act like a... I don't understand what happened. Well, my people, the Time Lords, can change their bodies, personalities, when pushed towards death. It's called regeneration. So you see, when that robot shot me, one of my hearts was stopped, but I had just enough strength to drag us back through the quester. And then poof, who I was was gone and I became me. Whoa, that's very cool. Wait, did you say one of your hearts? Yeah, all Time Lords have two. A binary vascular system. So you can't die, because you regenerate? Well, no. I can regenerate, but I only have 12 regenerations to use. That was one, so 11 left. Bit of a downside, but still it's better than a cat. Do you have her memories? Yes, well, for the most part. I'm still a bit foggy on some things. Let's see where we're going. She stood up and wobbled over to the console. Are you okay? <laughs> Looks like I need to get my sea legs. Uh, we're not on a boat. Mm, it is a ship. Spaceship. Space legs will do then. This is so weird. Oh goody, I didn't set it. So, I have time to go change. <clears throat> clothes, where? Um, clothes are in the big room down the hall. Yes, thank you. This outfit is lovely, but a bit too big for me. Later, the doctor was wearing a new outfit, a frilly white collared undershirt with a mustard coloured loop tie with green trim, a blue skirt and a blue v-necked sweater. You okay? Just have something nagging at me. Feeling I've forgotten something, something important. Ah, annoying feeling. Oh dear. What is it? The manipulator, I think. I remember something he said. What? He said he did much more than I knew. That may be important. Maybe? Well, if it is, then I need to know. And if it's not, then it'll be fun. You were sounding like your old self for a moment. Mmm, maybe my new personality isn't all fun. Anyway, you'll have to help me with this memory. How? This headpiece is a cranial link. The doctor was pressing buttons on a link array that was sitting firmly on her head. With your mind also looking at my memories, you can help me see clearly. See past my feelings, steady me at the moment so I can see the truth, and then help bring me back so I don't get lost in the past. Yeah, got it. 
It's not dangerous or anything, is it? Just like watching a video selfie with you. You could possibly be scared out of your wits. Some of my memories are not so pleasant, but they can't hurt you otherwise. I'm cool with horror movies. Did you see Zombieland? Okay. In just a moment, you'll be hurtled back into my past. Good luck. Thanks. They both fell asleep. Terry awoke and all around him was an orangey-red desert plain and a large mountain off in the distance. In the sky were two suns. Oh, where? This is Gallifrey. Doctor? Of course it's me. Oh, right. Good. So, is this where you grew up? In this hot, dusty wasteland with two suns? Yes, that's Mount Perdition. Poor you. And over there is my best friend. In the distance, there were three young children about five years old. All were wearing dull brown tattered clothes. Two of the children were pushing the third. Which one? The one being pushed. I think this is the first time we meet. Suddenly, a figure leapt from the shadows and came between them. It was a girl wearing a grey scarf. Out of our way. Stop it, you bullies. No way, dork. The girl ran towards one, spinning around and hitting him with her scarf and knocking him to the ground. Ouch! Come on, let's get out of here. The two little attackers ran off. Are you okay? Yeah, thanks. So, what's your name? Oh, um, oh, well, I do have one. It's just I hate it. Pick your own name. Something cool like... Scarf Lady. How about, like, Theta Sigma? Okay, yeah, that's cool. Hey, I'm Koste. Hey, now we can be friends. Yeah, we'll be best friends. Yeah, best friends until the end. The two stood facing each other and shook hands. Wow, so that's you as a kid. Bit of a scruffy tomboy. No wonder you like the nice clothes so much now. Yes. We lived in this valley for about two or three years, and then one day... A mist rose round the two new friends, and they vanished to be replaced by their older selves. We'll be able to go for the Time Lord assessment now we're eight years of age. It'll be great. I'll kind of miss the old man's stories, though. Such adventure. Ha! You two will never be Time Lords. Yeah, we will. Yeah, we will just watch. Tough words for someone who lets a girl pick all his fights. I'll show you. No, don't. What are you, chickens? Take that back. I'm braver than both of you put together. Oh, yeah? Prove it then. But how? Um, a test of bravery. Yeah, a test of bravery. Well, like what? An old man in a silvery grey hooded cloak came forward. How about whoever stays the longest in the haunted house? Okay, sounds simple to me. Alright. This is the bet then. Whoever loses are scaredy cats and can't join the academy. Right, but that won't be us. Later.
The four were standing before an old, deserted, dark and rickety house which had acquired a reputation with the locals as the sort of place you went into and might never come out of again. We'll all go in together. They tentatively approached the half-open door and once inside they had the front room and the old wooden stairs before them. So as not to influence each other, we should split up. Right. We'll go this way. Okay. Out of our way. Oh, this place is pretty spooky. Yeah, but it's okay. We'll all be okay. Let's just find a place to sleep and the time will fly by. You think one of us should stay awake in in case, you know, something does live here? Sometimes they had seen grey-cloaked figures enter but never leave and heard mysterious scrabbling, rattling sounds coming from the dark rooms. Yeah, this looks like every movie setting that says, Oh, don't go in there, the zombies will eat you. You were pretty brave as little kids. All dumb. We had to be. They said no one of importance lived in the wastelands on Gallifrey. We wouldn't give up our only chance to get out and become Time Lords for anything, would we? Meanwhile, on the other side of the house... I think we should find a place to sleep. Why? (laughs) How long do we have to stay here? I'm not scared, it's just... It's just... I don't want to miss dinner. Those two scaredy cats will be out of here in no time. Then we can leave. What was that? Let's get out of here. To be continued in part two. Formed by an all-volunteer cast featuring Diane Smith, Michael Rutter, Moira Sewell, Adam Brooks, Amber Rack, Damien Crompton, Andrew Crookshank. Edited by Carolyn Rutter and Trevor Sneak. The music from this episode is Between Mirrors by Alex Stone, Lady in Chrome by McKinnamasound.com, Enigmatic by Bensound.com, The Doctor Who Music Box by Tony Diana, Fourth Dimension by Alex Mason. Visit thedoctoraudioadventures.wordpress.com for full sound effects, credits, artwork and more.